Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. You'll hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and writers that cover the NFL on a daily basis. The New Orleans Saints podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers. Aaron Summers here with the New Orleans Saints podcast. The Saints and Packers joint practices continued Wednesday with a lot of fun competition. The opportunity to go against another team's starters for back-to-back days really helped the Saints' first team get some valuable and competitive reps. Here's safety Tyron Matthew on the benefit of practicing against the Packers. Yeah, I mean, anytime you you know you could compete against the best players in the world, um, I think it kind of raises the level of you know competition and you know energy as well. And um, so, anytime you get to compete against you know one of the best players ever, you know you want to go out there, communicate well, you know, and get your hands on some balls. I mean, anytime you get to compete against you know other players, you know, outside your team, um, I think it always kind of you know uh, you know adds to the intensity, the you know competitive spirit. Um, so it was a lot of it out there today. You can find that interview and more on NewOrleansSaints.com, as well as highlights, photos, and stories from training camp here in Green Bay. In today's podcast, I caught up with John Kuhn, a former Saints and Packers fullback who currently works as an analyst on the Green Bay radio broadcast. Here's his take on the week. Thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. I appreciate the time, and thank you for the hospitality. It's been great here in Green Bay. It's been a nice change uh, weather-wise from New Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, talking with some of the players yesterday, I know Alvin Kamara, Cam Jordan, they said this doesn't even feel like training camp. It feels like a, a breath of fresh air to come up here to a, a little bit of a, a milder climate than what they're used to for training camp. And this is what I used to always rave to them about um, when we were down there suffering through 90 degrees and 90% humidity down in New Orleans. But they're, they're happy to be up here and it's been, it's been a great uh, practice run so far. As you mentioned, you've been in New Orleans. You played for the Saints for a little bit of time. What do you remember about some of your time there with the black and gold? Uh, I remember very vividly that there's more than one way to do things in the National Football League. It, it, to be successful, you don't have to uh, do things by a steady process. I spent a decade in Green Bay and then uh, two years down in New Orleans, and I enjoyed my time so much. Uh, the fans are, are just as special down in New Orleans as they are here in Green Bay. Two different fan bases, but uh, both so extremely supportive. And, uh, and the organizations, I was blessed to play for a couple organizations that, that really are top-notch. So all the way around, enjoyed my experience. And, and had a really uh, good learning process with Drew and with Sean and with some of the other guys that have built the foundation of, of this very good franchise right now. A lot of the players that have joined the Saints in the past couple of years have really talked a lot about the culture that they've developed there. You just mentioned what Sean was able to start. What did you feel like it meant to be in the locker room there with them? Well, I, you could feel a culture change starting in 16, the 7 and 9 year that I was uh, a part of down there. And then in 17, you felt the build off of that culture change. You felt the momentum going forward. There was clearly a time when the Saints were one of the premier teams in the National Football League in the early 2010, 9, 10, 11, around that time. And there must have been some sort of period where it kind of dropped off a little bit but 16 and 17 they definitely build it back up and following through with 18 the team that went to the NFC championship game and even here on after I mean you look at this team and the process and the way they go about their business it's really impressive over the couple past couple years there's been a change with the departure of Sean Payton Drew Brees it's kind of a new era for the Saints 
How do you think that they're going to handle that transition? Well, it is a transition, but I wouldn't say it's starting over. You know, Dennis Allen was here, and he kind of kept um, the parts of the culture that he thought were very important to the foundation of this team while also instilling a a different personality, a different mindset. Um, But Sean was high-octane, 99 miles an hour at at every point in time, and and D.A. can kind of have this team focused, as it looks like to me. They're focused without without having to really be outside of their body so to speak so that's good to see and uh, from everything that I see and everything that I hear Jameis Winston is a guy that that is a good leader that the team buys into and uh, will rally around but that helps when you have personalities like Cam Jordan Alvin Kamara Mark Ingram back on the team Michael Thomas I mean th- th- those personalities are the backbone of this team that's what carries it that's what keeps the culture and uh, that's why I think the Saints are going to have a very good year this year. The first joint practice here between the Saints and the Packers, it looked like defense really won the day on both sides. What did you see out there from the Saints' defense? Yeah, I would agree. The Saints' defense is, they're salty. They're they're on all three levels with all pros. They're on all three levels with leaders. When you talk about Cam, when you talk about DeMario, when you talk about Marshawn Lattimore. So So they have the... They have the experience, they have the leadership, and then they they, they have the culture together that they're going to do this. Um, I, I love the way DeMario brings that energy, brings that edge to the defense. They kind of all rally around his cry, that little 300 chant that he has. So it's fun to watch, and uh, it's great work for both sides. I, I'm a part of the Packers team now, so I, uh, I, I definitely see it through green and gold color lenses, but it's fun to watch his Saints defense. If you really appreciate football, they're a really good group. How beneficial are these joint practices? You're a former player. I don't know how, if you ever got to participate in them, but from what you've seen, what's been the benefit? Well, uh, now the NFL has steered away from their starters really playing in the preseason. If they play, it's very limited amount. It used to be a build-up process, a series, a quarter, a half, maybe even into the third quarter. You don't have that ramp-up period anymore for the starters. So for them to get their work, it's really going to happen in these joint practices in a controlled environment where less injuries should occur. And uh, it's really it's really neat to see both teams, really good teams, that are going to compete in the NFC for playoff spots, be able to get good work against one another here during training camp. You obviously started a lot of games when you played. Would you prefer to get some ramp up during the preseason, or do you like it like this? Well, I didn't get a whole – being a fullback, you still played in the preseason. So <laughs> um, I, I would have preferred this, uh, being a guy, if I could have had a whole career worth of this, it probably would have saved me some hits. But I think there's a benefit in both ways to do it. Obviously, this gets you into the season healthier as a team, at least with the starting unit. But at the same time, uh, there was a lot of benefit to getting out on the field, in a stadium, with fans, work on your process that way as well. So I, I think both have their benefits. When you're going to a situation like this, some of these players not knowing if they're going to make the next cuts, what do you think the mentality needs to be to make the most of these preseason games? It's it's a one day at a time type of mentality, and you hear that all the time, and it sounds so cliche just to keep chopping wood, but that's really all you got. The the days turn into weeks, turn into a month of, of training camp, and really, if you, if you ever start looking ahead at two days down the road or three days down the road, you're not focused on what you're doing right now. So something, especially at the end of my career, that I tried to imply on, on, on the younger players are just focus on your next play, and the guys that do that generally have a better camp um, overall, generally end up um, sticking around and making the team and have better performances. All right, give us a little perspective on these Green Bay Packers. What do you expect from them on Friday night? Some names maybe that we should look out for. 
well, they have a big competition right now at the outside linebacker position for, for the guys who's going to come in and, and uh, spell Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith, two guys that, that are known around the league by fans. So uh, Atipa Naliai, a Jonathan Garvin, names like that, those are guys that need to step up. And they have a young offensive line right now. So Matt LaFleur is going to want to try and establish the run game. He's going to want to try and give Jordan Love some protection and get some looks. But this, this Saints defense, all the way down through, there's, there's an attitude about it. There's a characteristic that they have, and uh, they're not going to make it easy for the Packers. So it, it, it's going to be good work for the guys that actually do play on Friday night. The Saints pass rush was looking pretty good yesterday. I mean, I know it's tough when you have people like Cam Jordan flying at you every play. But obviously on Friday night, as we mentioned, the starters probably won't be in that situation. For somebody like Jordan Love, what would you like to see from him? Uh, I, I think most Packer fans, I think most people in the organization would like to see Jordan Love continue his progression. He's only played in three preseason games in three years. This will be his fourth on Friday night. You'd like to see him continue to do some of the good work that he's done, starting with the first game in, in preseason with the 49ers, but then find a way to eliminate the turnovers, eliminate the mistakes. And uh, if he can do that, he will show he's got the ability to not only control and manage an offense, but also take care of the football at the same time. I think that would go a long way for how people feel about Jordan Love. The Packers are somebody that stayed in the news a lot last year during the offseason with Aaron Rodgers, and he's back again this year. What can we expect from, from this team and just the dynamic from the coaching staff down? Well, I, I think the Packers being led by an Aaron Rodgers without the distraction of a contract or a trade or anything like that is they're starting off further along in their development than what they did, let's say, last year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to need that because they have a lot of moving pieces. We don't, we're uncertain about the, uh, the availability of David Bakhtiari at the beginning of the season. Even the availability of an Elton Jenkins or a Robert Tunyon as, as the uh, number one tight end on this team. So there's a lot of question marks, young receivers, but with Aaron Rodgers leading the team, he's always going to give them a chance to win football games. I expect another good season because our defense is much more improved than what it's been the last few years as well. So the Packers are going to compete for the North just like the Saints will compete for the South. Last year, the first game of the season was between the Saints and the Packers. Didn't go as well for the Packers. It was a good game by the Saints, especially some of our rookies, Paulson Adebo with the pick of, of Rodgers there. Do you, I don't know, pull anything from that game? Does anybody look at it as far as this preseason go? Maybe some feelings? Oh, I do. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling the players do. I, I, think, they, I think they all understand, especially uh, for the Packers, what they faced week one last year. They saw where the Saints were coming out of training camp last year. They saw where they were coming out of training camp last year. So rather than experience that week one again, why not try and have an opportunity to experience that here during training camp in the process so you can you know avoid those type of missteps going into week one. That was a very well-prepared Saints team in week one last year. The Packers looked like they might have taken them a little bit lightly, but now getting a chance to, to get them for two days with the starters and then another game with uh, with some role players that are going to play a big part for both teams this season. I think it goes a long way for both teams, not just the Green Bay Packers. You've changed into the analyst role, so you're now on the media side here. How much have you enjoyed doing that? Oh, I've enjoyed it, but I, I have learned. Uh, just like anything else, it's uh, it takes a lot of work. you got to put the time in. you got to put the preparation in. But it sure is a heck of a lot of fun to be out here at practice. I, there, there's no place I'd rather be right now than watching the Saints taking on the Packers here at Nitschke and Clark Hinkle Field. It's, it's a very rewarding job, but it's a job that you got to put the time into. You step back before I let you go. Take a look at the entire NFL. Any teams, players that intrigue you this season? 
Well, there always is uh, teams and, and players. When I think teams, I, I, I generally look at the NFC side. I think between the Saints and the Bucks in the South, the Packers in the North, um, we'll go out West and say the Rams and the 49ers. It's going to be a battle again. I, I do think there are uh, there, it's a wide open field in the NFC this year, as much as any other year, especially in Tampa with uh, with, with Tom Brady losing his start and center down there. Uh, the Rams are obviously going to be very tough. Um, so it's going to be another nice little run here in the NFC. On the AFC side, I think it's going to be a lot of the same. It's going to be a lot of Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills. It's going to be a lot of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. That AFC West looks like it's going to be tough, top to bottom. So we should have another great NFL season this year. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for the time. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate the time from John. Thursday, the Saints will have a walkthrough as they prepare for the game Friday. Our podcast Friday will preview that Saints-Packers preseason game. The game will be on Fox 8 locally, or you can listen into the Saints radio broadcast on WWL Radio with Mike Koss and Deuce McAllister. Thanks for joining me today. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com, the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.